Welcome back to the Action Sit Rep. We are doing a classic sit rep today. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. And I'm Kim. And we are going to be talking about one of the all-time best, well, two of the all-time best, I guess, uh, action movies, Terminator and Terminator 2. Yes. Nominated by Kim, our classic sit rep leader. So thank you, Kim. Why these two? I think Ashley Deb. Oh, Deb, never mind. I, I take it all back. Rewind, rewind, rewind. No, Deb. All right. Why these two, Deb? <laughs> uh, for the exactly the reasons you just said. Two classic blockbuster hits from out of nowhere. Well, I guess T2 wasn't out of nowhere, but the original Terminator was sort of like, holy crap, what's going on here? Great yeah. movie. Great so. movie. I mean, really like holds up in like, Almost, I would say for me, held up all the way to the end until you get like the full robot. And then I was like, oh, I don't remember the full robot being quite so bad. <laughs> <laughs> for but the time, for the though. time, fucking amazing. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, truly, like compared to some of the other shit we've seen, not shit, some <laughs> of the other stuff we've seen, this movie really holds up. And yeah. T2 is like amazing, I think. Really, yeah. really solid agree yeah. agree yeah i think it's got to be the this t2 has to be probably the best sequel there of anything yeah absolutely yeah, like for following it's, through and you know yeah. stepping up yeah i mean technically i think it is actually a better film than terminator but mm. i mean considering you know it was how many years later and the technology that went yeah. into spe special effects just changed phenomenally in that time and allowed them to do so much more because it's basically a lot of the same people who worked yeah. on the first one carried over to the second one as Cameron is you know like mm -hmm. often does just kind of works with the same crew with the exception of Gail and Heard. Mm. Um, <laughs> So it was like, oh, you know, the same group that worked so hard in the first film was like, yay, we get to really play this time. And man, does it pay off. Oh, big time. I mean, to go from like the robot that is so janky at the end of the first film to like this liquid, you know, mercury looking, you know, I mean, it's amazing. It's truly phenomenal. Incredible. So Kim, you were saying you you remember watching them. How long has it been since you watched them to to rewatching for the podcast? Um, probably about four or five years since I've last oh, okay, seen so them. Okay, so not that but long. I watched them as a teenager for the first time, and I remember being absolutely petrified watching Terminator when it first came out. It was just like, "What is this?" <laughs> My friend and I were like. Eh. Exactly. It was just such a cool sort of new concept. Yeah. And it, you know, just that indestructible, only one goal, yeah. you know, it wasn't going to do anything else. It was just going to do whatever it took to meet the goal of killing her. And man, it was, it was pretty scary. Just completely relentless. Like there's just like, not, you don't think there's anything that you're going to be able to do that's going to stop this thing. Yeah. yeah that that scene when it's like crawling forward at the end when it's already like half destroyed and still pulling itself is that like really drives that home um, I mean it just yeah I think 
And I think there's a reason, yes, why the look to of the Terminator robot is so iconic and becomes sort of the gold standard for terrifying robot mm-hmm. all the way through to, you know, foundation to be honest, right? you know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. All I could think of in that last scene, which was terrifying when I originally saw it. I mean, it, it was a movie that I saw and was like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll see this, you know, and uh, like 10 minutes in was like, holy shit, what is going on? <laughs> but there's, I, watching that scene now, all I could think of was in one of the first episodes of The Walking Dead, which is also Gail Anherd, is they have a, like a half zombie with its guts trailing out behind uh, it, crawling that crawling. same way. And I'm like, oh, we've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I just, it's so good. It, I mean, they both are really good, but I would agree that I think that it is one of the very few cases where the sequel is a better movie. Although yeah. I love Kyle Reese so much mm-hmm. <laughs> that that character just like it just still even all the times that I've seen the movie still I'm just like devastated every time when he dies I know <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> not him but she's like the few hours that we had together we loved a lifetime and I'm like and it wasn't enough <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know watching it watching it I had this just it, it's so 80s I mean it really is just in addition to being this sort of groundbreaking sci-fi thing yeah it's so 80s I mean the, yeah. the music is like oh my god just that techno 80s yeah. stuff that was all over the place and you know this sort of just a little too much over the top melodrama in the acting you know it's like it's so 80s and which you didn't even pick up on you were watching the first time but now yeah. it's like oh my god that's just so <laughs> 80s that it's oh, you know I like the I love the fake electricity bit too like it's yeah. so hokey looking it's like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that they kept that though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they it just sort of the added exact to it. Look of it, you know, yeah. like they're like, well, we can't really do better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just go for it. <laughs> Same exact shit. Yeah. yeah. Now we'll add that bubble in where you can see them, whereas yeah. before we didn't have that technology. So we'll just yeah. take it and up it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Make it a little less Highlander and more tea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was laughing because I was looking at like Kyle Reese's pants, which as they've been like, as they are leaving like the underpass that they've spent the night on and they've been through all of this stuff. And it's so, they're so like artfully destroyed. It looks <laughs> just like somebody just took like a little paintbrush and dotted like pink paint and green paint. And like, they look like 80s pants that somebody could have bought pretty it up but they're like supposed to be like they just looked that way because he was crawling through stuff or something and I was just like oh yeah the 80s and he got brilliant. them from a homeless man yeah and that's all I could <laughs> watching this I'm like oh my god 
Those clothes have to smell so bad. So bad. <laughs> but but I guess where he's from, they wouldn't, you know. Right, he, yeah. But like she would definitely think they smelled bad. Mm, yeah. And I thought it was convenient though, also too. He's having to steal himself a long trench coat just to be able to have a perfect size for his rifle. <laughs> go buy a like, t-shirt or a short jacket. No. Oh. But I just remember having the biggest crush on him when I was a kid. I so you probably know. like you loved him in aliens, then I'm sure. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So speaking of which, hello, Bill Paxton. Yeah, <laughs> I wow. completely Funny, forgot yeah. that he was in <laughs> yeah. that he was in the first one. That was great. I'm like, oh my God, how could I forget he was in this? Yeah. It's it is funny seeing everybody so young. I mean, in the second yeah. one, you're like, wow, like I knew you were, I knew you were like the liquid terminator, but like, yeah, it's just I just don't picture you that way. <laughs> in my head, you were the terminator, but older. <laughs> but damn, you were a looker back then. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but it just you know those, those things that you just like in your head they age, and then you think about them as that age, even in those older movies. I don't know, like it just yeah, incredible. It yeah. that was such a good pick. This was a this was a fun one, and Arnold Schwarzenegger getting paid like millions of money for. <laughs> like what is it like 48 lines or 52 lines or something in the, movie? <laughs> in the first know? movie they said it was i think he only had seven in wow. the first movie wow i and, actually i think he's really good in these films though oh yeah I mean, no i think yeah, so too yeah. but in the second one i think it's like something like 48 lines or something it's it's mm. it is more but he gets like 18 million dollars or something <laughs> you know <laughs> He is good. He manages to convey a lot as a as a robot. And boy, the robot him with the is also significantly better. This the the special effects because oh, yeah. when you see like any kind of up close of the robot with any sort of exposure in the first one, it's very obviously like you know fake. Yeah, was... you can really tell the difference between yeah, you know, his skin and robot yes. skin. It's like very plastic looking. Which we, you know, in the eighties, we probably wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. Yeah. But or care. You would just yeah. have taken it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now we're just so used to so fortunate to seeing awesome makeup yeah. that yeah. now we look at that and think, eh, that's not very good. Whereas that was pretty groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't very good, but it was still bloody creepy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's why I think it just it holds up so well. It's one of those movies that like is still very enjoyable to watch. There's there's nothing about it that you go like, no, this is not, you know. It is an 80s yeah. movie that is not full of sexism and racism. It has a strong-ass female character. Woohoo! Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're not obviously, like, calling Black people by terrible names. Right. Or, you know, you, you know, walking up to Asian people and, you know using you know slang that is sort of derogatory this mm -hmm. is like a really win-win for an 80s movie <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh, it's 
and you look at the cast, I mean, hello, for, you know, a fairly nothing film at the time, it had a pretty good cast who, many of whom carried over into T2, if they were still alive, they showed up somewhere in T2. But I mean, to bag Paul Winfield for a role yeah. not that huge back then was a pretty big deal. I mean, Oscar yeah. nominated, Emmy winning. I mean, that that was like a really big deal for somebody of that level to be in a film like that. I'd forgotten he was in that. I was watching it. I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of y'all's favorite like moments in each of them? I think in the f- in the first one, I wouldn't say it's a favorite, but I think we touched on it earlier when um, Kyle died. You know, it was just kind of that, like, sort of at the end, that like, af- well, after he died, when they're, you know, she's killed the Terminator and crushed him, you know, and you see her being sort of going out in the stretcher, and then you see them kind of zipping hit Kyle into the body bag. It was like, just kind of yeah anyway emotional moment yeah Yeah. it just kind of makes you sad yeah that was a good emotional moment a sad moment fucking Kyle should have been alive (laughs) (laughs) which for me it's it's that and she says it at the end when she's making those cheesy 80s tapes um you know that it really messes with your mind Mm-hmm. because and it's just like foundation that if we're being sent back into time then is this the way it is supposed to happen or are we changing it or you know if this happens and we oh, I remember after Terminator 2 the ride home from Terminator 2 with my friend Aaron and Ray going around and around and around (laughs) in circles, arguing about if the Terminators were destroyed, did any of this actually happen? And just going around and around. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, it's just a fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah, the like time travel paradox, right? Right, exactly. And you can, you can drive yourself crazy thinking, well, but if if the kid changed it, then how does the kid, it, then that this would be the way that it actually should be. So did any of this actually happen? And would the second Terminator even exist? And, you know, it's just like around and around and around. So you have to just at some point say, it's just a movie, move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I prefer to think of it, um, I prefer to go with like the end game like Marvel in-game version where they're like time you can't learn about time travel from fucking TV shows and um and they're like that's not how time travel works like stuff that's already happened has already happened and when we change it you're just like it's like a new branch of the timeline right so <laughs> you just created a new fucking branch of the timeline all that shit just happened and now your branch is just free of terminators <laughs> And so there's, now there's, we get into the into the whole how many realities are there? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's right. Have you ever seen that? I think there's like a CIA document from like 2013 that talks about like the spiraling alternate realities that shows like uh, 
it's like there's like infinite alternate realities you know the the like right concepts, exactly right? that that you know like devs you know yeah like devs that there are like infinite alternate realities happening right now all the time so who knows um so that's you know right now there could be and there probably is a terminate alternate terminator alternate reality but fucking sucks for them you know thank god it's not <laughs> let's just let's just remember you know fucking elon musk and all you assholes out there making like ai robots but this is like you know whenever i see those assholes making those i'm like guys didn't you watch terminator <laughs> did you not yet, watch terminator you can't stop watching the videos of it dancing and moving around yeah. it's like oh and i love that you know back when original Terminator was made, so like 83, 84, and then everything's going to happen way into the future. In 97. Otherwise, yeah. that is eight years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and that the whole like nuclear holocaust and the machines taking over, yeah. we've already lived through that time. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing yeah. probably we're okay in 2029 since yeah. we don't have these... <laughs> Yeah. that we know of we don't that have we those of. things yet yeah that we know of yep. yeah yeah um i still think that like my favorite moment from the first one is that moment where it's like the bottom half of it is destroyed and it's like creeping forward because that for me like lives even from when i was a kid first seeing it as a moment when it felt like this is the most hopeless thing ever it will never stop and that was like the scariest thing for me the most emotional yeah. moment for me as a kid being like starry-eyed romanticism a huge crust on Kyle Reese was the fact that he was like I looked at your picture and I memorized it and I love you and I was like he fell in love with her through a photo now as an adult I'm like that is so creepy yeah like, you cannot <laughs> fall in love with someone just through a picture like you didn't know anything about them yeah. like if you if if like I like if you were watching like like 59 hours of a TV show with like a character, you could kind of be like, I love this character so much because we know so much about them and we see them and we see their lives. And I feel like if I met them, I would love them. And even that is sort of like creepy because like you don't really know them, but like a fucking picture. Well, but he also had what John told him i told him like one thing really you think in yeah. all those that's the what time he they said okay. that's what he said john told him like one story about her i don't know maybe maybe if he told him lots of stories sure. <laughs> yeah yeah if he told but... him lots of stories and he was inspired by her bravery and and how many things john told him about her yes but if it was like one one story and a picture i'm sorry but as a kid, I was like, oh, that's so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then they go into the future and John's there in the future, but Reese is his father. And his best friend. And his best friend. Like, yeah. So did Reese just figure out he's his father when he went back? Must have, I, yeah, I mean, think, you know, I don't think Reese ever knows ever figured father, it, which is sort of Aww. sad, right? Yeah, I, I mean, because I don't think 
she would have known until she realizes she's pregnant, you know, right. which would be after he dies. Right. And, you know, I, which I think is kind of neat that John at least got to know his dad, but he's sort of in like a weird <laughs> way, you know, you're my age <laughs> or younger. A weird, creepy sort of, I fell in love with a picture way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to send you back in time and you're going to die after you have sex with my mom. <laughs> but please make sure you do that first so that I can exist. <laughs> okay. All right. It got weird. All right. Anyways. So, um, yeah. So that's, so that's, I guess, my favorite moment. Not the sex part, the like creepy crawling forward part. I really liked all the stuff because who would believe these people? Of course, you know, the cops just discount everything and ridicule them as being crazy and um, don't take they, basic. Don't they see the like crushed robot and like the hand and go like, well, this is a little like, they Maybe didn't look they, like they yeah. Um, and, and of course, you know, just that the stereotypical like arrogance of, of we can, we, you know, we can do anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just getting completely <laughs> blown away. Um, a bit gratuitously, but still pretty damn cool. But w- uh, what I really liked was when they get to, is it Dyson? Uh, uh, the hell's the scientist's name? Yeah, yeah, Dyson. yeah, Dyson. When they get to him, that it, it was pretty terrifying. Yeah. Again, we see a whole lot of shooting with no results. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do that movie's like i'm just gonna you know spew off 700 bullets and hit nothing but that was a pretty terrifying attack and then you know oh she you know comes to or realizes she can't do this which is like oh you know with with you are saving humanity would you really would someone like her really have that reaction Mm, i don't know i don't think so um yeah but then the fact that he takes it very seriously, believes them immediately, and makes that decision that I need to destroy my work and follows through with it, which in most movies, if they're going to make it real sort of tropey, he would not have done. He would have saved his work. Yeah, he'd have found a way like, oh, no, I'll use it for good. I won't do that. Don't worry. Yeah. I was going to say my emotional moment is him holding that weight above the, above the trigger. I mean, because that was, I mean, that was, you know, and and just the, like the focus on his eyes as like he died. That was incredible. That was amazing. Yeah. In the same way that, you know, that's how we knew the, the Terminator was dead in the first movie was the eye finally blanked out, you know, it's very similar, very cool. And boy, did he ever destroy that. <laughs> Obliterated it. Yeah. It was- and the whole nuclear holocaust was, damn, that was terrifying. The, yeah, they really filmed that. That was... Oh. I love the way you said that because it sounds like they really filmed the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> No, his camera was powerful, but not that powerful. All right, sorry, 
we we hired all these kids and um and these moms um we're gonna pay your families really well <laughs> but you might want to tell them to get out of town <laughs> ask the check and get out of town <laughs> but yes they did a good job i know what you meant that was just funny the way you said special that. effect <laughs> they really filmed that <laughs> that's taking the, that's taken filmmaking to a whole new level there you go there you go <laughs> It was no, it was terrifying. Um, God, I cannot imagine being her and just like, oh, yeah. I mean, that would be that would be terrifying. Yeah. And then that dream, like seeing herself burn too, is just like, yeah. She's a badass, though. Yeah, she was, and I love that. You know all we know really about her is that she's in this, you know, asylum, but that she never, she never gives up. She's so driven and she just, you know, even as horrific as they are treating her, I mean, our little psychiatrist was bad enough in the first movie and, you know, just, but my God, oh, what she was enduring and yet stayed completely committed, even though everyone, including her kid, thought she was fucking insane. Yeah. And how good is 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 Edward Furlong in this movie? Oh, the yeah. kid. Yeah. Wow, he's good. I mean, that was the key. If you didn't have the right kid in this role, the movie was forget it. But yeah. he was so good. He was brilliant. Although, what a little shit in the beginning when he's like, oh, he's kidnapping me. Help, he's kidnapping me. These two guys are going to come over and rescue me. He's like, beat him up. <laughs> like, Fucking asshole. <laughs> Good Samaritans come to help you out. And like. <laughs> the weird part was that kid was supposed to be, I was reading I was going back and I was kind of looking at some of the stuff about Terminator, but that kid was actually supposed to be 10. What? And I, yeah, I don't see him as a 10 year old, 12, maybe more like. I would have put him as 13 I, or 14. That's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But timeline wise, yeah. he is. Yeah. He's only like 11, 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm like, that's my daughter's age. That's, you don't think yeah. she could save the world mm. and avoid a nuclear annihilation working no. with robots no i don't know pull, pull out and reload uzis <laughs> maybe it was josie Hinton. <laughs> josie be just like give me the fucking gun <laughs> she'd have a whole army of terminators behind her <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just the right kid that's all oh that's great but i love that they sort of set him up that you can see how he becomes that powerful of a leader because it's pretty you know when you in the first movie when he's talking about and but one man saved us you know it was like come on the whole planet i mean (laughs) one man saved but you can see where that's coming from even as a kid that even as a kid, he's putting the pieces together and seeing it as a whole, not just focused on himself, but can see, you know, it's like, like a basketball player who can see the whole court, not just what his next move is or, but she can see everything. 
going on and anticipate what's going to happen. And you see that in him as a leader, even as a child, which I think they did a really good yeah. job of. I think so too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yet you always know he's still a kid. You know, there's always, yeah. I mean, when he talks about the, about the Terminator as his friend, yeah. you know, and he's well, so sad when he died in the end. Yeah. I remember crying the first time. Yeah. And, I'm I mean, crying for a robot melting. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's one of those like where Schwarzenegger did a phenomenal job where he still is obviously a robot. He's not human but he's showing enough emotion to show that like edging over you know yeah and and i thought that was i thought that was brilliant i thought the little thumbs up thing was kind of weird yeah <laughs> i'd be oh, like don't, don't just, do that don't do that that's yeah. weird we just, just got the cheese factor right at the end yeah. <laughs> yep. it was like it was this beautiful moment and then like thumbs up <laughs> no <laughs> thank you yeah when he when he was saying so he was saying to the young one i you know i can i understand why you cry it was just like oh now he's gonna die and and communicating to him and you know i see now why you cry but i can't i never could i never will so you know really making it clear this is this is not a painful decision for me. This is mm-hmm. my job, you know? So yeah. I don't, I, I'm not in physical pain or emotional pain. I'm a robot. Mm-hmm. Great choice. But damn that Terminator 1000 death in the, in the, <laughs> wow, that was great. Yeah. All yeah. Different, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess those were all his shields that he had at different right. times. And it was yeah. just like wow yeah that was cool the like Arr! like at, like the screams the yeah and then the final like face before it melts yeah, yeah. damn that was i mean it's still cool it still it stands is. up so well yeah yeah i mean all in all phenomenal really good choice deb not kim <laughs> Well, Kim had to agree. So yes, no, I know, I know. I just sorry I got that wrong in the beginning. I don't know why I we would have got to it no matter what, but you know, it's just one of those classic you can't not talk about it. Yeah. And you know, it went on to become a huge franchise with you know more movies, a television show, none of which were as good. None of them lived up to Terminator 2. But you know, it's still out there, still stuff coming up about it all the time and it's really interesting that um gail and her took the lead on most of that i mean that woman is a genius in terms of creating franchises that just go on and on and on (laughs) that maybe you should have stopped five years ago walking dead but you know how many spinoffs does that show have now yeah in the works and you know three right at least yeah there's one that was hit by COVID and and so has a I don't think it's what is like world beyond or something um but you know a lot of the stuff that she produces goes on to keep producing Mm -hmm. and you know so even though it's not as good as she was an executive producer on Terminator 2 but I don't think was terribly as involved as she was in the first film which Mm -hmm. she also co-wrote 
but you know, that definitely was, you know, a lot of people talk about Catherine Bigelow, but she laid the ground for all these women who are now being so successful. She was, she really pushed the envelope with her work back in the eighties and continuing on now. Yeah. Actually it was interesting. What you're saying is I was reading something that James Cameron wrote it solely. She only got co-writer status, I think because of this doing the screenwriting on it. She bought it from James Cameron for a buck. Really? Yeah. She bought it from James Cameron for a dollar. And then he said she could have it for a dollar, but he had to be involved as the director. Wow. Uh, Seems like a pretty cheap deal. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's doing so. okay. <laughs> well, I'll just say that for me, Jim, James Cameron is the Zack Snyder <laughs> of <laughs> the 80s and 90s. So yeah. I, I take much of what he has to say about what he does with a huge grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that. I could see yeah. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great. And uh, it's on Terminator 2, at least, is on television next week on a couple different stations so if you want to watch it again it's it's out there it's on regular rotation and like ifc and different networks so it's on a couple times next week you have to see arnie with his leather jacket on his harley with his sunglasses (laughs) with bad to the bone playing in the background (laughs) Uh, something about that scene it's cheesy as all heck it's pretty it, great. But it's just it's like so iconic though. It's, it's yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh yeah. When he grabs the, the yeah. sunglasses from the guy who's just like, I'm so fucked. And then <laughs> just takes the sunglasses and walks away. Yeah. It's like so great. And you can see the difference between you can you know you know he's been sent back and yeah. this is his directive, but you're not allowed to just kill anybody all the time this yeah. time, you know. Yeah, you, yeah, you so, sort of knew because, like, if in the first movie he would have just killed that guy, right, and taken you know. sunglasses, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was it was it was really good. So, Terminator, and uh, and we have coming up. Um, we're taking a couple weeks off, and then we will be back for the ultimate Christmas movie, Die Hard. <laughs> Oh, come Hopefully on, with a, a surprise uh, guest for you. So, Die hard lover. You know, yeah. So we'll, uh, yeah. So we will catch you next time on the next classic syrup. See ya. Bye.